Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ron Martin. Boys, we've got a little interlude here as we record this right before Christmas. It's just a good time, Piper, as you reminded us this morning in our pre-show production meeting to think about inspiration. So we're going we're gonna to look at some inspirational quotes. We're going to think about 2021. We're going to dance through fields of cotton with our wives, which is something that I saw Ron Martin doing on his Christmas poster this year. Speaking of inspiration and things to be inspired by, Piper, did you get that? He really minimalized the size this year. Yeah, we shrank the size. It was more standard postcard size. Yeah, not suitable for framing this year. Was, I mean, boys, I, like, I don't. I think that like, was the exact same size as last year. I don't, the sizing was no different. Baby, I want to. I want to hear you suss out for me <laughs> the happy accident that was just happening to stumble into a field of cotton and accidentally, like I don't know, Ansel Adams was there to like photograph the moment. What was the what was the accidental circumstance that found you like? sashaying through a field of cotton. Let me just lay it out to you like this. Least accidental moment of our entire lives. Booking... No kidding, baby. I'll be darned. Booking said photographer two months in advance, planning out the location, having to cancel the first shoot because it rained on the day we were supposed to do it. Oh, son of a gun. Getting engaged again. We're all dealing with hard things. This has been so tough for you. Guys, 2020. Oh, you book your photographer for the sashaying through the field of cotton, and, and it rains. Well, son of a gun. Then we find the right day. We're praying. We wake mm-hmm. up. It's sunshiny. You've got your flock praying, too, I bet. Just the the good folks of Ashland there who can really relate to this. On oh, you think level. we did that in Ashland? Baby, let me just lay it on to you straight. We had to travel an hour and a half for this sesh, all right? Because we had to find the cotton field at the particular time of day, which, by the way, was 4.30 at this time of the year, to get that sort of sun-going-down light oh, that is the, the most beautiful. Hour. It's the golden yeah, hour, hour for photography, yeah. So you had to go, you had to go south to get, to get to that field of cotton. Where'd you end up? Were you in Kentucky? Gosh, I don't know. Just some, some random sort of small town where this photographer lives, and she has this kind of this area that she likes to do a lot of her work in, and we, we just kind of follow She has a field of cotton. She, has a, she literally, I think she literally does have a field of, of she, cotton. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's well, like it's well, like Field of Cotton Limited. It's it's always yeah, Field of Cotton LLC. You know, pipe. It's always joyful to me to like look through all the Christmas cards of our friends who have like I don't know, just gotten their families into like matching sweaters and like sat on a log or made the effort that like normal people make to get a photo taken, which is not much effort. I will say I'm a little disappointed with the lack of uh, matching pastel polo shirts at the beach on a sand dune photos this year. People went much more flannel and woodsy. Yeah, the Christian community's moved away from the beach motif and and kind of moved into the woods. I mean, they're moving away from Christmas cards anyway. You know, we're we're sort of keeping the tradition. Most people don't feel like they need to do it. Because of IG, mm. you know what I mean? But like, you know, we're keeping it old school. And Wait, because of what? Why, why are people not doing it? Because of Instagram now, there's just kind of less oh. of like, a, like a, a commitment towards it because people are seeing my pictures all year. and Less of a need to show people like, hey, this is what we look like. Right, even you know? because you're see- cause you just saw what we looked like 10 minutes ago. Because you see me all the live long day. Right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, um. you know, but if you're going to do it up, our thought is... It's, you know, it's just, it's the philosophy of big R with everything. Do it right. Do it up. Do it big. Yeah. Now, can can we go a couple minutes on like, because you, you live in a very kind of Midwestern locale. Not kind of. Not kind of. Yeah. Like I've been there. Absolutely. 
And how, how do the good people of Ashland respond to a card like that? I'm just always curious to see how these things land. I mean, to be honest, man, the only people that respond are typically, you know, women who would just kind of write Melissa and, and do a little gushing over it. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Subtext, I'm so jealous. But, oh, it's so nice. Boys, can yeah. I just be on the lev with you on this one? We did those photos. And I literally, you know, Big M picked the one she liked. I just said, babe, I am going to get murdered for these photos. I mean, yeah, I'm literally so going to get murdered for these photos. They're so over yeah. the top. I mean, so it was like, it was one of those things where, like, I'm, I'm a little bit more on, on the, you know, on the on the playing field here with you boys, which is yeah. like, you, you're killing me so here. You know- yeah, you know going in that you're getting slaughtered. Oh, because for men, these are going to be – for women, these are going to be the most loved photos, the card they get all year. For men, it's just the hate is – Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know that like – you know that John Martin is looking down on you from heaven just like feeling so ashamed as you're sashaying through the cotton field. I mean it's not even close, yeah. Yeah, like who is this person that I raised, you know? Yeah, I mean well, literally it's it's like it's the most shaming card for men of all time because there's not – there's not a yeah. wife that looks at those cards and doesn't then look at their husband and goes, see, see. I mean, could she put you in a dress next year? Can we do that? Could, like, can we just get that done? I mean, yeah. I mean, if I resign, I'll send in my res letter a few weeks before our photos and I'll wear a dress for the next photos. There we go. Ryan, I like how long it. have y'all been married? 25. Okay. I'm just wondering when the next time I have to go through this garbage is because having gotten engaged and married in 2020, I did my... And I felt like a lifetime of terrible photo shoots. I mean, the photos were great, but also the photo shoot was terrible. And so, yeah, I just want more. I'm wondering how long I, ha- I have uh, until I get to experience that. Well, I again. think the answer is forever. And here's here's a pro tip, boys. And I'm I'm being kind of I'm being sort of haha, but actually more serious yeah. than haha on this. So so give me give me like one second. So sure. one it's one of those things where it it actually saves you. It saves you a lot of grief in the end if you actually give in all the way for these photos. And you just say, hey, man, let's do it. Let's not only do it, but let's do it up big. Let's do it up right. And like, so it's almost a way that you're like surprising and shocking and awing your wife every year. And I'm telling you, man. You're playing chess, man. Everybody else is playing chess. Absolutes, man. It just. You got a long game going. Because, dude, you're going to fight it. And then it makes the whole thing bad. And then you end up with just like the matching bad Christmas sweaters and the horrible photo with the weird look on the one kid's face. If you just give into it and do everything you can to be a part of the process and make it awesome, it, it just, the whole thing's just better in the end. See, Piper, I have, a, I have another theory. That's good, baby. Thank you for that. I, 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 think, I, I think I see what you're saying. Piper, I think you will be required to do some of this at whatever point your kids are out of the house. Because when you're actively raising kids, like there's just no time for goofiness like this. There's no time for nonsense. But, you know, the kids get out of the house. It's just the two of you. You're, you're kind of trying to fill the time. And then, you know, before you know it, you're in a field of cotton. You know what I mean? So That's a fair point. Yeah. You, you, you got a few years before this happens, but it's, it's probably going to happen to both of us. My kids are, so I've, I've got one going to college next year. And then the other one, we got a few more years on here at the yeah, house. T, you're so in the absolute worst spot right now for things of that nature. But at some point soon, <laughs> double K is going to be like, I just think we should do a nice photo shoot because it, it kind of works for just like family photos. But when it's just the two of you, you can kind of yeah. make a, th- like, we just, we just like, we made a whole night and a date out. Of it. You just make a thing out of it. You know, like it's no big sure. deal. It's no big. Sure. And baby, I think you liked it. I think you liked it more than you're letting on. 
You know what's funny? I mean, I know that's the haha. I I don't. I actually don't love it. And I, you know, I mean, I was. I felt like by the end of the night, after dinner, travel, photos, I was out like seventy five hundred dollars. And so, it, sure. you know, there's <laughs> there is a little bit of Ramsey would approve of that, right? There is a little bit of that. So, I mean, Rich we need we need things. to get that second book yeah. deal just to offset this thing at this point. Yeah. You know, Ansel Adams doesn't come cheap. Is he still alive? By the way, oh yeah, I mean, Shout I mean, he was alive in October when we did our shoot. Have you been yeah, on exactly. Instagram? Everyone's Ansel Adams now. Come on now, <laughs> exactly. Ronnie, did you at least get a new professional headshot out of this? Like, that's that's always my goal in these photo shoots is like, all right, I'm going to go do this embarrassing thing, but I'm going to get at least two pictures out of this that like when the publisher's like, hey, we need the photo for the website or the back of the book. It's like, here, this one, this one was thrown in since I was being forced to do this thing. No, Pipe, you know what's so funny, dude? It's so funny you say that, right? Because we're going down there and I brought like a bunch of outfit changes because I said, hey, I'm going to ask her to get me some like promo shots. And Big M... Outfit changes in a in a cotton field. Well, right. I mean, you know, it, that was a little awkward, but I'll get into that in another another pod. But like, but so she goes, you can't do that. And I said, what do you mean I can't do that? I go, she's just snapping shots. I go, why can't I get like a, a couple of head promo shots? She goes, because that's not what we hired her to do. I said, babe, it's literally no different if you step away for four seconds and she gets a shot. It's not going to co- yeah. And like, so we got into this big thing about it. Right. And we get there. And uh, her name's Adrian. I'm like, Adrian, is it crazy if I asked you to get me a couple of like promo shots, like in the midst of all this? She goes, Oh yeah, as many as you want, no big deal. Dude, describe Adrian. How big was Adrian's fedora? Yeah, I, I, I want to get into Adrian a little bit here, like visually. Adrian so, is a female, and it was quite large. Pipe, <laughs> big fedora. Are we talking like you know, college girl with a nose ring and like a wrist tattoo? Or are we talking like middle aged hippie? No, this this is like older pro. Has yeah, like done solid. cool stuff, saw like paying her a million dollars. Like she's nobody's fool photographer. Like right. using an actual camera and all the all the stuff. Is she married to somebody with a full time like salaried income? And so this is the kind of thing she can select which weekends she does. And she's like, you know, I'm going to work these these eighteen weekends a year and make you know whatever two hundred twenty five thousand dollars. Pipe. I mean, you couldn't be more accurate. And I'll just say one thing to sum up everything that you said. Last December, they spent like the entire Christmas month vacationing in Iceland or something like that. That's her. Of course they did. Her husband's like the CEO of Monsanto. This is like a fun little side. It's something like that to where it's like the fact that she even like said, yeah, I'll take your photo. We were looking at each other going, okay, that's weird. I guess we just have to pay her whatever she wants and make it on the back end of our third book or something. How'd you find her, dude? How do you scale like value in that industry? Because I see like... College kids with iPhones taking amazing pictures. Like, how, how do you decide to pull the trigger on an Adrian? Dude, Adrian, we just, it was one of those things, man. We met her accidentally and mm. she liked us. Was it an accident for her or was she like scouting? No, 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 no. It was an, it was an accident all the way around. We were at some, we were at some little hipster shindiggy thing and we met her and that's kind of what happened. And it just kind of led into like, oh, you're, you're a photographer. Oh, okay. oh, you do oh, that. Oh, you, you're a oh. photographer. We love getting our pictures. Taken. Oh, look, I see your oh, Instagram. <laughs> and, you know, this is going to be, again, this is going to be crazy someday when we use you to take our photos. Ah, 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 ah. Uh, here we are. Did you sign the thing that said she could use your photos for promo purposes? Yeah, I mean, she, yeah, that's part of the deal. Oh, begrudgingly, Piper. They would hate that. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, really? Yeah, I mean, dude. 
when you work with talent like that, boys, it's like they they basically own the photos at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Adrian Adrian's getting residuals on on these photos. In some, I've already sent her five royalty start. checks from our book deal. Like she got part mm-hmm. of my advance. So wow. Well, another trip to Iceland, I'm sure on on that money. Well, it's like Spurgeon uh, always said, so boys. Passe. She's heading to like New Zealand or yeah, somewhere. Iceland is so pat. It's so Iceland's so 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did Spurgeon say, baby? What was that quote you were going to toss at us? Just nonchalantly like that? Non nonchalantly. Always, always be in a field of cotton, getting images made of yourself. The Prince of Preachers, all, always there with wisdom. Speaking of wisdom, boys, I have something else that I want the Prince of Yoda Preachers to parse for us, and it's some images that Piper sent along in our pre-production meeting of like this inspiration thing, like inspirational quote sending. And this is like, to me, it, it kind of hit me as like secular Yoda. I want Ronald to parse this for us, Piper. It's called Choose Your Hard. Is that like a brand? Like Choose Your Hard is like a thing and they send out quotes? I, don't, I would guess it's like a hashtag, but I wouldn't be surprised if somebody turns it into a line of clothing that will draw the occasional, you know, that I'm sure it would make it would, it would have big business if somebody did that for a variety of reasons. Exactly. Big business, which is something we would know about on this program. So... I'm going to read this, and I want Ron to talk about how it's similar to and different than his Yoda work. And then, Piper, we can get into the psychology behind, like, shooting out these quotes. Here, here we go. Choose your hard. Marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. Choose your hard. Obesity is hard. Being fit is hard. Choose your hard. <laughs> Baby, what are you laughing at? Is is something funny happening off camera there in your studio? No, that's pipe laughing. Uh, I'm good, man. I'm straight. Okay. Communication is hard. Not communicating is hard. Actually, not communicating is awesome. Say, that's really I, easy. Yeah, I, I was going to say, that's the easiest thing. Choose your hard. Life will never be easy. It will always be hard. But we can choose our hard. Pick wisely. Mm. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, ready to, power ready to go run run through a I don't know probably not a wall something be a hedge. I'm ready to go run through a field of cotton is yeah. what I'm ready to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ronald. Yeah, PhD working on that PhD in progress. You know, PhD in Yoda work. How does this strike you as a Yoda man? You know, boy. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm being honest, man, and yeah. there's no reason to ever lie. It just sounds a little basic. Mm-hmm. And like Yoda, Yoda was never basic. Yoda was never meant to be basic, was it? And so yeah. this to me, this to me feels like it's like, it's kind of like gym class Yoda work. It's a little like, yeah. it's a little too, it's a little over inspirational. It's a little it's too raw, raw, you know, mm-hmm. it's like you're lifting weights and you got a guy in your ear, like saying this to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those things like i'm just oh, getting, yeah. i'm just getting you to, to i'm just getting you to just like kind of tuck under a little a few extra lbs right there while i whisper this sweet nothing in your <laughs> ear you know exactly yeah i don't know it's a little basic for me man i'm just i don't know what else to say other than like okay like the first time he says choose your hard you kind of go huh okay mm-hmm. and then like the 19th time you read it i think it's like i just want to know you know I just want to know a lot more things about the guy that like came up with this quote at this point, you know? Yeah. It's kind of cheeky. It's kind of clever. The first time it's kind of a one-off Yoda deal to me, but it looks like the kind of thing that there's a whole sort of groundswell of support. for. Yeah. I mean, boys, it's no plenary session, the gospel coalition. Let's be honest. You know I mean? No. And that's the goal. I mean, that's the mountain you're climbing. 
By the way, any any progress there? Oh, what TGC? TGC. Oh, no, I don't. I you know no no zero progress. Breakouts, dude. Oh no no no, I don't I don't think I'm on TGC. On the blended kind of hybrid conference. I mean I don't think I'm on the radar, man. I love TGC. I just don't think TGC you know is is regards me. Doing a plenary is hard. Not doing a plenary is hard. Choose your your heart. Yeah, absolutely. Both are hard. Both are hard. Right now, I'm choosing not to because I don't have a choice. There's my Yoda tweet coming back at that Yoda tweet. Yeah, I like it. I like Yoda war. Yeah, I'm choosing my heart because I don't have a choice, man. There you go. There's that one right there. Pipe, it's like the rap battles in the late 90s. We we could start it. A Yoda, a Yoda war between Ronald and whomever this gentleman yeah, like, is. Like, uh, yeah. see if we could spin it off into a movie. Like, you know, there was Eight Mile. See if we could get like Ashtown, <laughs> the, the Yoda off. Ashtown, the Yoda wars. Yeah. If you would just tweet that line, I'll, I'll come back at it, man. I'll start a Yoda war with you, and you, you know, it'd be great. The whole movie would be just oh, two hours of like middle-aged men just sitting in their respective hipster coffee shops, like diddling their phones. That would be. Scintillating television. I mean, that, I think you're just describing Twitter right now, Big T. To be honest, I, I, I know, baby. I know it. I know it. I noticed something really funny about this. I mean, aside from the fact that it's nonsense, there's a whole. You you can sound way more deep than you are by turning an adjective into a noun. Like, choose your heart. Heart is not a noun. Heart is an adjective. And so, like, you could you can do that with anything. You know, yeah. Choose your choose your tall. Ooh. Choose your okay. fast. Yeah. Choose your like it and all of a sudden you sound you know twelve percent more inspirational than you were, maybe like twenty two percent. I don't know. All you have to do is abuse language and you sound smarter, apparently. Brilliant, man. That's that's it really right is. There. Like you peel back the curtain on it and you see the the process a little bit. All right, choose your hungry. Ooh, that oh that one would totally work because hungry is that hungry is like Every inspirational guy's favorite thing, you know. Yeah, what are you, what are you hungry for? Choose your hungry. Guys, in yeah, a, fun, in a funnier world, we would just call our book Choose Your Heart. Oh, <laughs> well, it's not too late. I mean, that, that cover hasn't been designed yet. Oh, uh, what about Choose Your Happy? Oh. That's good. Yep, no bad ideas right now, boys. I like it. I mean, there are some, there are some bad ideas, but... Sp- speaking of, you sent along another inspirational quote. Um... And let me let me read it. And I want to get on. I want to get in on the um, kind of psychology behind sending this stuff out. Here it is. Thought for today, twelve twenty one twenty. So this was the thought for two days ago. To be fair, when we're recording this, there are two types of pain in life: the pain of self discipline, the pain of regret. The pain of self discipline is eased by the reward of daily progress. The pain of regret increases. With missed opportunities and age, dude, that is so confusing. Um, I, I literally don't even. I don't even know what you just said. And if I read it nine more times, I don't think I. Still it really would. is. It's really opaque, and like the pain of regret increases with missed opportunities and age. So does that mean everyone who's aging is like increasingly <laughs> feeling the pain of regret? I mean, I guess that's true, but like... Maybe it's missed opportunities plus age. So like if you don't miss any opportunities as you get older, it doesn't increase? I think so. I think there's a lot. Yeah, there's Have a lot Have you guys here, missed actually. any opportunities? Yeah, just about 10,000, but I mean that... Oh, exactly. Sucks to be you. Looks like your pain's increasing. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Well, guys, totally I, you know, some of us have to pay for photo shoots, you know, in cotton fields, so... 
You didn't it, miss that opportunity. I was going to say, didn't miss that one. That's right. And neither did Adrian. Yeah, that's my oh, one regret, is that I, I didn't miss my uh, my cotton field, for sure. Dude, how's the chatter with Adrian in the in the aftermath? I'm doing a personal photo shoot with Adrian. Of course you are. When, where is that taking place? Empty... Empty factory or or field? I don't know, or, man, or, because or, I didn't get no, I didn't get satisfactory uh, photo. I didn't get satisfactory promos from her because of the pressure of feeling like I was doing something wrong, even though she like gave us the green on it. So I'm going back to like kind of redo it a little bit. I would encourage a downtown intersection in an area you know where you get like the kind of out of focus city lights or like main street lights in the background. That's always a good look. Also, abandoned alley. Those are good ones if you can get like the the fire escape ladder kind of in the background those would be hyper i feel like the one with cars is like that's a good business guy look that's a good leadership look but i'm not sure that's what our boy's trying to cultivate let me think abandoned warehouse i think is played for him yeah that's where the church is so you got to go somewhere slightly different than that Dude, can we get him can we get him on a boat since since sojourn is now like i don't know like nautically themed it's like it's like a long john silvers now can we get him on a boat what kind of boat are we thinking about like like a crab boat where he's in like a full-on yellow rubber like no that's too much work you guys are so out to line it's like you guys have never met me right now yeah no i'm thinking piper and stay with me one of those like long sort of tan wooden boats that like rich guys drive around in monte carlo let's get him on one of those like the like the old school wood speed boats like the old school wood speed boats like in every james bond boat chase scene yes i might do that if i have the right like suit I would do that if I had the right suit. But get some people of all ethnicities on there with him to convey that he's still like a man of the people somehow. You know what I mean? I'll do whatever like Carrie, Carrie Newoff, whatever his name is, does. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Pipe, who, who is, is that? that guy? Who is that guy, man? Yeah, Carrie Newoff is a, he's a like former pastor and now like leadership guy in, uh, he's Canadian. His last name is so confusing. Hey, help me spell his name. N-I-E-U-W-H-O-F. I want to look up what he looks like. So, Carrie, like K-E-R-R-Y? No, C-A-R-E-Y, maybe. And then it's his last name is N-I-E-U-W-H-O-F. Yeah, the most confusing last name of all time. I'm doing a little image search here. Let's look at Carrie. Ooh. Yeah, so Carrie's going with kind of... This is a totally different aesthetic. Yeah, he's super. That's super. That's like corporatey, man. Yeah, it's very corporate. When he's he's very Canadian as well. That's a whole other thing going on. That's true. Yeah, very like black T-shirt under a blazer kind of kind of deal here with Carrie Newoff. Now nah, this isn't this isn't what we're looking for, man. I think Pipe and I need to spend some more time on this. It's not because I don't really want to be successful. So no, I think I think Ronnie. I think Ronnie needs to lean into the Wendell Berry type of thing. So what we need is like, we need like rustic farmhouse with like hay fields in the background kind of thing. Or like, and he's just kind of on the front porch in a working at a table, rocking chair, that kind of thing. Can we get him on a tractor? No, nah, that's a little, again. That's a little agrarian. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're talking we're talking like the I'd like to be Wendell Berry, not I am Wendell Berry. Like Wendell Berry would drive a tractor, but. You know, Ronnie would sit at the house and watch Wendell Berry drive a tractor. Boy, this is great. I'm just all ears. Let me let me just listen to the how you're how you're designing it for me. It's great. Yeah, take take notes. We're at some point point I'll reintroduce myself to you and we'll we'll become friends. It'll be great. I have a question about this thought for the day. There are two types of pain in life, and then he tells us there's the self discipline and the pain of regret. Is that it? 
I feel like there's way more types of pain than that. Yeah. I feel like neither of these... Well, and then he goes on to... Basically, what he's saying is there's two types of pain, and they're both your fault. Yeah, that's right. I feel like maybe that's not true. Yeah. I, I think you're right on that not being true. I think there are way more types of pain than this this gentleman is uh, is indicating. Yeah. Uh, it seems to me that there might also be, like, the pain of somebody else was a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, or the pain of just this random thing happened to me that was unpleasant or yeah, whatever. The, the pain of, you know, I lost something outside of my control and that hurts too. Like, there's that one. There's at least two more. What would be the, like, Yoda responses to those? So how do, how do I resolve those pains? You know, if the pain of self-discipline is eased by the reward of daily progress, what's the pain of so-and-so hurt me because they're mean? How do I ease that one? Mm. Ronald? Yeah, this. I feel like we're into the pastoral Yoda tweeting now because, like, we need some. We need a real pastoral response. To this I mean, nonsense. I just go. I go. You know, a nice piece of cake, some afternoon coffee, <laughs> like Spurgeon said. Actually, Spurgeon would say that. Yeah, probably. Spurgeon probably would. He'd be like, "Here, light it, light up a light up a cigar and have a muffin." I mean, seriously, man. I mean, let, let's just let's just be honest, man. That's really what we want. We just need a little comfort food. So go out, man. Um, spend some of your advance money on a nice meal, and I, I think that'll go a long way. You know, but then you have the regret of overeating and then you got to get into the gym and expunge that regret. So it's a I feel like it's a never ending kind of wheel. Or is that is I think that one's the self-discipline one, though, right? I think so. I think so. Now, Piper, talk me through the psychology of so you're this guy and you got this little pithy like witticism rolling around in your head. Your your feet hit the ground at 441 a.m. because nobody grinds harder than you. You tweet that out like because you chose you're hungry. You chose your hungry. That's right. Like, what are you getting from that? Like, what's the what's the end game here? What is this guy trying to accomplish? Because it's not helping people. Obviously, it's just wanting to look a certain way. So, what is it's the not end game? Helping people, obviously. <laughs> you know, I think there's there's probably two options. One is well, there's probably three options. One is you've you've uh, deluded yourself into thinking you're helping somebody, despite saying abjectly nonsensical things. Two is you're just you're living for the likes and the retweets because there seems to be an inexhaustible audience who have chosen they're hungry and they are hungry for vapid inspirational content. And then the third option, knowing who this guy is, is that this feeds the brand that sells the leadership books that say the same thing over and over again, most of which is not terribly helpful. True. Has there ever been a less costly way to quote unquote help somebody than this? I mean, you could literally like walk out your front door. I don't know. Give somebody a sandwich or like a bottle of water or just like, I don't know. This seems like the least costly means of helping ever invented. Saying nonsense. Yes. Saying nonsense. Not even saying it. You're not even like using your throat to say it. You're just like (laughs) typing it into your phone. Yeah. You can literally do this from the comfort of your own bed. Yes. And afterward, you can feel like, well, son of a gun, you guys, I did it. I helped some people. I bettered the world today. Doggone it. I'm a good person. I mean, it's really amazing. I mean, it's just choosing your hard. You want to, you know, it's just the, that's just the I hard that you choosing chosen. your easy, actually. You know? <laughs> right. Do you, do you want to help people in a significant way or not help people? You know, far be it from me, Pipe, to tell somebody else what's easy and what's hard. You know, I mean, I think you just did your own Yoda tweet right there. That's true. I mean, who of us can say? I have a question about the psychology of this as well, which is there's the fascinating psychology of posting this. But I think I think that's more understandable because you're like, oh, you're playing on other people's appetite for this stuff. 
I'm curious about the people who have the app. Like, what causes somebody to read this and go, oh, man, that boy, that that scratched where I itched today. <laughs> That's a great question, Piper. I have absolutely no idea. Like, I don't even I don't even know how to, like, inch my way towards that headspace. <laughs> I don't either. That's like the the Iceland as compared to like our our Tennessee in terms of distances away. Yeah, I don't I don't know, baby. Any insight? Like pipe, you're asking like in terms of like receiving that. Like how would that like yes. you're asking like how would that how could I begin to understand how this could ins- could inspire me? Yeah, so the person posts this with whatever motive, but somebody reads it and then thinks this is worth reposting because it so moved me. Mm. How or you know, why? You know what's weird? Okay, so check it out. We're like, okay, so we're around, we're typically around so many church people, right? It's interesting. I'm being kind of serious right now. So it's interesting yeah. when you get around somebody who, you know, is not not a believer and is just just sort of has this more like, I'm a good guy. I'm trying to do mm-hmm. what's right. I'm a moral person. And it's weird because- like I got this, I got this dude now, right now. Oh, gosh, I don't. There's a chance he could listen to this, so I'm going to keep this discreet. But there's this dude I kind of work with a little bit right now, and he's not a believer, right? And so what's so fascinating about him is he's a really good guy. He's like a guy that's always trying to do better. He's trying to do the right thing, and so the stuff that he, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not making this up, man. So like the stuff he says to me, he'll turn to me and he'll like he'll say stuff like what you just read. And like, that's the stuff that speaks to him. You know, it's like this, it's almost like this stuff that like kind of, it puts a possibility in his head that he has no way of actually accomplishing or working out or executing, but he likes it because it gets it gives him kind of something to think about and almost like a goal, like over the top of the mountain that's so beyond him that he kind of gets to think like, maybe someday I'll, you know, I'll, I'll work up to pursuing something and bettering myself to, to the point where I can embrace something like that. And um, so it, it's weird. It really is like this weird mentality because he really does kind of like, he's constantly kind of like in the trenches of those kinds of philosophies with me. And dude, it's totally fascinating. Oh, totally. It, and it's it's sort of like we talked about before how TED Talks, back when TED Talks were a thing, they're, they're like sermons for secular people. Like if you're a secular person, if you know have no interest in you know, God or the Bible or eternity or whatever, like you're, you're, you're kind of hitting that Ted talk for a a little secular homily or, or sermon. And I think these kind of tweets are in in that same wheelhouse. This is what I found too, with this dude. And he's a, he's a really great guy too, in in that, in Mm -hmm. that sense. But like, it's just without Christ, the only option you have is self-improvement, right? Right. So if you are somebody who does care about like being a good person, being a moral person, helping others, ultimately it sort of it sort of snaps back, it sort of re-triggers back on yourself as just a form of self-improvement because it really is at the end of the day, like the, your highest aim in life is going to be self-improvement if it lacks Christ, you know. Um and you know, and I'm and I'm obviously yeah. I'm 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 simplifying this whole thing, right? But that's but that's really what he's always going after is self-improvement. Yeah. To the benefit of others too. Like like I'm I'm becoming better and by being better in this area, quote unquote, like it really is going to be a benefit like to this person over here. But it still ultimately yeah, just goes back to self-improvement, you know. I think there's something also sort of like a, a kind of a narcotic effect of positivity. I mean, it's like how Tony Robbins has made his millions by saying nothing. 
over the years. It's just like the, the power of positive thinking, mind over matter kind of thing. So you read something like this and you're like, man, that's inspired because it just sort of pushes in a generally positive direction. But when it's just generally positive, you don't have any measuring stick to go. What is it about this that matters? That is real. That's genuine. That's true. All you have is sort of like that feels positive. So I'm going to I'm going to sink my teeth into that one. Yeah. The baseline yeah. is, does it help me or does it not help me? And it and also with that, right, there's that relativistic aspect of it. Like it might help me and it's OK if it doesn't help you. But the only thing I can be concerned about is whether it helps helps me, whether you feel the benefit of that help or not. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. It is. It's fascinating. And, and in some ways, like total hat tip to this guy, because, yeah, again, like semi-serious talk here. I don't know that I would have any interest in self-improvement apart from Christ. Like, if I didn't know Christ, I don't know. I, I don't know that I would be fighting that kind of battle, you know, to my detriment, obviously. So the fact that people are, you know, hungry for something in that realm, I mean, maybe it's proof that we're created in God's image. You know, there, there's some, like, hungering for self-improvement there. It's interesting to think about, for sure. Well, boys, we've done what we always do on this program, which is wander from a cotton field in northern Ohio to the world of secular Yoda, inspirational tweeting. And before I wrap it, Piper, tell us about something that's truly inspirational, which is the Dwell Bible app. Yeah, truly positive. This is a a truly positive direction to take your life, folks. The Dwell Bible app, it's an audio Bible app. Uh, If you've listened before, you've heard us talk about it. If you go to dwellapp.io slash happyrant, you can check it out, check out their features their listening plans, their various narrators and musical backgrounds and whatever else it is that you would be looking for. They are constantly improving as well. There is a subscription fee, but if you go through that link again, dwellapp.io slash happy rant, you get a 20% discount. It's less than two bucks a month. It's a great way to get more scripture into your life, whether that's in the car or while you're working out or doing chores or whatever it is, whenever you would be listening to a podcast or an audiobook, you can do this instead for at least some of that time. And it's uh, it's really fruitful. I use it mostly for memorization and study. find it really helpful. So again, go to dwellapp.io slash happyrant, check it out. And you can actually give it to other people as well. So if you already have it, but you know somebody who would like it or would benefit from it, you can give a gift card or sign them up for it. And uh, it's a great way to give a gift as well. So check that out, dwellapp.io slash happyrant. You will not be disappointed. Love it. And boys, enjoy some Redbud City coffee roasters this Christmas. Gathered around the hearth with Kith and Ken. What is Kith? I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. But I know that Kith and Ken will enjoy a hot cup of Redbud City coffee. Redbudcoffee.com. Yeah, and use the code HAPPYRENT. You get a 10% discount. Absolutely, and we get a little piece of the action. Which, at the end of the day, these, these photo shoots and fields don't finance themselves, boys. I don't have to tell you that. Yeah, Ronnie's got to pay Adrian, so go check check out Redbud. There's real sacrifice there, and buying Redbud City will help. Finally, bit of business, new talks, new discussions in the work with Missional Wear, our current and former clothing provider. The relationship had cooled a little bit. We'd, we'd become a little distant, but uh, but we're getting back together. We're rekindling. But then we realized that communication is hard and not communicating is hard, and we chose our hard. You know what, Piper? Having branded gear is hard and not having branded gear is hard. And I think we've seen both sides of that in 2020. So we're going to choose the hard thing of getting back together with Missional Wear to create some new products. 
some new branded Happy Rant gear for people to enjoy. So you can look forward to that in 2021. And boys, we have done what we always do. From the cotton fields of Northern Ohio to the wonders of secular Yoda Twitter. Until next time. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. The love of God is immeasurable. It's unchanging. It's indescribable. Because God loves you so much, you can sleep through the night in peace. With Abide Bible Sleep Meditation, you can fall asleep fast with relaxing sleep stories based on Scripture. To start listening now, go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Bible Sleep Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.